Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, March the 21st for 20 and 22. Welcome to the Todd Kaufman Show. What a day this is going to be. It is the second day of spring. And wouldn't you know, in Texas, when spring comes along, yeah, here come the storms. (laughs) Here they come. And that's kind of what we look forward to. Well, I shouldn't say we look forward to, but every single spring. For those of you that don't live in Texas or in the eastern, you know, central to east part of the country or in the south or, you know, whatever you want to call it. This is spring to us. We know there's hail. We know there's tornadoes. We know there's storms. That's just something we get used to. It's going to happen throughout the year. Luckily, for at least since I've been here, I moved to Texas in 2008 and I've seen some pretty bad storms over the years, although over the last probably three or four years, at least around here, it hasn't really been that bad. It's been manageable. There hasn't been, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been storms that that we watch, you know, and it's funny because I said we, we watch because we really do. There's severe thunderstorms. There's, you know, there's, we know there's going to be big storms coming through. A lot of us are outside on our front porch taking pictures. It's like that Jeff Foxworthy joke. What's the last thing a redneck said before they died? Hey, y'all watch this. And (laughs) just kind of the way it is, but it's a fascination with the weather here. And it's even gotten to me for a kid that grew up in Southern California. I wasn't used to this weather and it scared the crap out of me the first, you know, first year or so when I was living here, but I've just kind of gotten used to it. And really the the weather here is fascinating. If you live here long enough and you understand what you're watching. And the reason I say it's fascinating is how quickly it can change the, the forecast for today. And and we talk about the, the weather that's coming through here. They're talking about, you know, severe thunderstorms and hail and tornado potential. And, but what you also learned, like, let me rewind last Monday there were storms that were supposed to come through here, but what we were all told was most of these storms were supposed to fire as they got east of the Metroplex. Well, I loaded my daughter into the truck to take her to basketball practice because I talked about on the show yesterday how I'm the coach of her team. And I remember coming outside going, oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's it's going to fire long before it gets east of here. And sure enough, as I was getting to basketball practice, the skies opened up and it just dumped. My wife was with my son going to baseball practice. We didn't get hail. She did. And she had hail damage. Not, I mean, it wasn't huge, but she had hail dents in the hood of her car. And she was pretty upset about it. And that's just, you know, the reason I say that is we just don't know in Texas, you can be told there's a certain forecast. For example, we could be told that there is going to be hail, that there's going to be thunderstorms, that there there's going to be rain. But the caveat to that is with the cloud cover that we have today, if it stays with the cloud cover and it stays in the sixties, we may not get much of anything. We're going to get rain, no doubt about it, but the storms may not be that bad. But then again, if the clouds break and the sun comes out, you see what I'm saying? So there's, there's ifs, ands, and buts. Well, if this happens, then this happens. Well, if that happens, then this might happen. If this doesn't happen... There's so many different rules of things that may or may not happen with this season. And that's why I say this is so incredibly fascinating to me. And it's just, it's just something you get used to it is, you know, and it's funny to watch our neighborhood Facebook page because you know, the people that came from California go, wait, tornadoes, hail, what, what in the world? What, you know, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Oh my gosh, the sky is falling. No, look, it's, it's fine. 
Like the storms last week, I, it, you know, we got just absolutely dumped on where I was in Frisco. My wife got hailed on uh, in Prosper over by the, the high school football stadium. I come back through our neighborhood and it is untouched. No rain, no wet, no nothing. It just completely missed. The storms did fire east of our neighborhood, but they fired east. They fired further west than they were supposed to. But that's just what happens. There are certain areas that get it and some won't. So as we watch these storms start to fire and start to come in, you start to look at the radar. You start to look at everything that's going on and you go, okay, where's this going? Okay, where's that going? But also, the more you live here, the more you look at the radar, the more you listen to the, the, the weather guys, the guys who actually know what they're talking about, the more you understand what you're actually looking at when you're looking at the radar. There's something called a hook echo that I've learned that it looks like a, for lack of a better term, it looks like a hook in, in a radar. What that is is rotation in a storm, and that is the biggest potential for where a tornado may be, depending on where whether it's been confirmed or whether it's not. But that that signature in a radar is something that you don't want to see, especially if you live close to that area. But again, that's why it's so fascinating around here because you just don't know what's going to happen. And that's what is so great about this area is you have these different weather patterns. Now, I'm a summer, a spring and summer kid. And I was telling um, somebody this past Friday, you know, it looked like spring was going to, was finally going to show up and the, slam the door. We had these northern, uh, north to south winds that were just howling and it was cold and it was miserable and it was, you know, and that's just it. You have spring and then all of a sudden the temperature just drops off the table. I'm a spring and summer kid. And, and I say that not to say that the storms so much, even though I do enjoy them and I do enjoy watching them and do enjoy watching the radar, see what's going to happen. But I'm the kind of guy, and I told somebody this this last Friday where I was, I said, I'm the kind of guy that walks out of the house, feels the 80 degree weather hit me in the face as I'm walking out the door at 630 in the morning. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. This is the kind of weather that I enjoy. Bring on the triple digits. That's my kind of game. I hate being cold. I hate it. What drives me crazy about my wife when we go to bed, it has to be like 66, 67, 68. And with the ceiling fan going, and dude, I am so, there are, I have so many blankets on me because I get so cold at night, but that's how she likes to sleep. I just don't enjoy that. <laughs> I don't enjoy that a whole lot. Uh, tell me about your Monday. What What's going on this week? How, how busy are your Mondays? And, you know, I remember growing up and I remember even getting older and getting into adulthood. You'd always hear that, oh, I have the case of the Mondays. And uh, was that funny movie, Office Space, where somebody has the case of the Mondays. I think that's how, what the quote was. Um, but you get the sense of a new week. Nobody wants to go to work. Oh, my gosh, it's a new week. I take my kids to school and they have a busy schedule. I, I, I don't look at Mondays that way, even though. The grind for us during the week is very, very difficult. I shouldn't say difficult. It's not. It's just on the go six days a week with my daughter and my son. My daughter has basketball, uh, gymnastics, Bible study, tutoring, um, and then she has games on the weekend. Well, coming up, she has games not only on Friday night, but then she turns around and plays at 8. I think her game is like at 6 or 7 on a Friday night, turns right back around and has a game at 8 a.m. the next morning. At 7 years old, that's a tough thing to swallow. Well, add that to what my son has with baseball. He's got a Bible study with his sister, and then um, he has swim 
you know, you add these things up and we are going, we have something every single day, Monday through Saturday. And we say, okay, Sunday is our rest day, but it's really not because Sunday is our day to do laundry and get the house cleaned up and ready for Monday. But that, it, to me, that's fun. And I say that because I get to see my kids do something that they enjoy doing. Even though, you know, my four-year-old, my son plays baseball. And even though, you know, he told his, his uncle Brad the other day on Saturday, I think it was, uh, Brad asked him what his favorite sport was. And Brad was holding a basketball. And of course, Isaiah points to the basketball because he wants to do what his sister is doing. He worships the ground. My sister, or uh, my sister, Isaiah worships the ground. His big sister walks on. That's just how he is. He loves his sister, wants to be around, wants to be everywhere that she is. Um, doesn't like the fact that he goes to a different school now than she does. She goes to, as he calls it, big school, and he goes to little school. He wants to know when he's going to big school because he wants to be everywhere that she is. And I love that. But with our schedule, it's tough to go from taking him to school. And I please understand, I'm blessed to be able to come home and work from home. I love that because I get to see my wife every single day, all day long. I love that. So I, I work. And then I get to, to leave it, you know, towards the end of my day, go pick the kids up from school, uh, bring them home, get them fed, uh, turn right back around. And then we're back, you know, with my daughter, we're back in the truck Monday for, for basketball practice. Isaiah goes to baseball, it, it, but this is every day. And even though by the end of the day, it's just, it's exhausting by the end of the week, it's exhausting to be able to see the kids do the things that they love to do, to see my son play baseball, to see my daughter play basketball and continue to improve, to see her do gymnastics and as much as she loves that. Um, you know, that's not something that I enjoy being <laughs> just because there's so many freaking people <laughs> in, in this building. Uh, and it's loud and it's, I just, by the time you walk out of the building, your ears are ringing and you walk outside to silence and you're like, oh, <laughs> silence. I love it. And normally when I get back in the truck, I, you know, it's music. It's, you know, playing the, the you know, different songs. And there's times when I get back in the truck and, you know, I, I love my daughter to death because the difference between her and my son is my son is, you know, he loves this one song by Elevation Worship called Lion, which by the way, I will... I will roll my windows down, put the sunroof open, and I will blast that all day long. But coming out of gymnastics, the only thing I want is silence for the remainder of the drive home. <laughs> and my daughter is the same way. My daughter, you know, a lot of noise, a lot of things going on. She's tired and doesn't want any noise going home. We'll play the radio a little bit, but it's not up very loud at all. But there are times that we go home with just absolute complete silence <laughs> because both of our ears are ringing. Um, but, you know, then we get into... Uh, she loves being in tutoring because she loves the the lady that runs it. Miss Yvette is an amazing human being. Um, just incredible. Love her to death. She lives in our neighborhood. I, I can't say enough good things about her. Um, you know, and then Isaiah has swim on Friday and then they both have games on Saturday. You know, I talked about yesterday on the podcast with his game that I couldn't be at his season opener. I couldn't be at because his sister had a game an hour later that I had to coach. And But it's, is it exhausting at times? Yes. But being a parent, this is what you sign up for. Like, I remember my dad so many times going, I don't know how you guys do it. This is just a lot. You know, how do you guys do this? And I, and I would always tell him, this is what you sign up for. When you have kids, you eventually know that they're going to play sports. They're going to be in events. They're going to be going to parties. They're going to be in school functions. They're going to be in field trips. They're going to be in something. They're get, 
they're going to be doing something almost every day after school, but this is what you live for because you're seeing your son or your daughter flourish. You're seeing that smile. You're seeing them do what they love to do. This is what we sign up for. And that's why I don't mind the grind. I don't mind the six days a week. I know my daughter has the hardest part of it because the only day that she has off is Friday and Sunday because Friday Isaiah has swim and then Sunday we don't have anything. And by the end of Saturday, she's exhausted, but she loves it. She loves basketball. She loves gymnastics. She loves tutoring. She loves to be on the go. She's a lot like me. Even though she's not the, she, it's not an attention thing. It's okay. What's next? Okay. I'm done with school. Okay. I need to get ready for this. She looks forward to those things. And because of that, my son is starting to do that as well because his sister is leaving. He's going, where am I going? He wants to be, and he loves the fact that Mondays they both go somewhere. She goes to basketball practice. He goes to baseball practice, even though today he's probably not going to have baseball with the weather that's coming in right now. Um, it's going to rain most of the day. There's probably very little chance that he's going anywhere. And I have to watch the weather uh, to see whether or not we're going to go to basketball practice, because if these storms start to fire, and there's going to be hail and all sorts of things. You know, I would rather keep families home and let them, you know, manage the, the stuff from there and not not be out in public and, and be worried about whether they can get home and this, that and the other. So, you know, that's that's kind of the way I, I look at my life right now. Speaking of which, you know, I talked about the podcast yesterday. <laughs> Has anyone ever had a hail protector, those big bubbles that uh, protect your vehicle from hail? I got one last year and I opened it for the first time yesterday. Yes, I know. I Was it sitting in a box for a year? Yes. Is that a waste? Yes. <laughs> I'm aware of that. But now I'm wondering why <laughs> in the hell I got it at all. Um, but a big shout out to uh, my neighbor, Bryce, uh, who I had seen it on his truck. And it just like every storm that came through, watching that thing on his GMC 2500 looked like it was going to either blow away or pick his truck up and do the whole wicked witch of the whatever and, and just blow away, you know, just picks up the truck and just <laughs> we're watching it as it leaves. Um, so he came over and I said, Hey, you know, I texted him. I said, Hey Bryce, can you show me how this works? You know, I kind of need help putting this together. I watched the YouTube video, which didn't help at all. And so he came over, he goes, yeah, it's a lot more tricky on a, on a truck because it's longer and it's bigger. God, did I understand what it does. I understand what it's, what it's use is, but God, what a pain in the ass that was to put together. And it, it's, it's not even that difficult, but because of how big it is and how bulky it is and how heavy it is and how almost unman, it, it, well, no, it is unmanageable to put on with one person. And for those of you that have it, you understand what I'm talking about. There's a, our, our neighbors down the street. I see, you know, they have two of them for both of their vehicles. And, and I see their, the, the husband put it on with what looks like, um, I don't know how he does it, but apparently every time you do it, you get quicker. And I, I'm sorry. I'm calling BS. I just am. That was a pain in the butt. And I don't know what was harder putting it on or taking it off <laughs> because Bryce and I trying to fold this in, in what made it worse is it was windy yesterday. So as bulky as this is, the wind catches it and it starts to take off on you. Well, when you're trying to fold it up and the wind gets underneath and it puts bubbles, now you're trying to push the thing down to get air out of it. It's just, it, it was a beating. I know what it does. I know what it's supposed to do. I just don't want to do it. 
<laughs> can I hire somebody to to just be on call to to come put this on for me? Good lord. It is it worth it? and it was funny because I was I was talking to Bryce yesterday about it and I said, you know, where you know, where's yours? And he goes, dude, I gave up on mine. I, I pretty much resolved the fact that if that I live in Texas and I'm going to have hail damage. So I would much rather deal with the potential insurance claims once a year or once every other year than have to deal with this with every single storm that comes in. And he's got an, he's got a point because we haven't seen hail in this area in our neighborhood. I will say, cause I know a lot of other areas around North Texas have gotten hail that has just been just destroyed things. But for our neighborhood, we haven't seen that kind of hail since I've been here. And we've been here almost three years. So is it really worth me putting it on? And I know that one storm that's going to come in, I'm going to regret not going out there and making the effort to put it on because the, it, would, it would be that one hail storm that I just kind of blew off and went, eh, okay, it's not going to do anything. And it does. Again, I know what it does. It's just a pain in the ass to put on. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, we'll see if it's worth the, the money that I paid for it. I'm sure it is eventually. I'm sure it's worth the investment, but you know, anyway, I'm going to keep this, uh, podcast short. I'm going to try to keep these as short as I can. Uh, I, I, you know, again, the one I did at Disney was, there was a lot to unpack. Um, but I'm going to try to get these done, uh, in the morning, get them out to you. Wish you a very, very great day. Great week ahead. Uh, if I have some things to, to talk about, and, and this is something that uh, encourages you and gets you going for uh, a Monday morning, a Tuesday morning, whatever the case may be, I am very, very happy to do that. So with that being said, have a great Monday, everybody. Have a great week ahead. Stay safe from the storms that are supposed to fire, especially if you're in the North Texas, Central Texas, East Texas area. Uh, stay safe. Stay vigilant. Uh, watch the weather. Watch the radars. Uh, listen to who you got to listen to. And uh, we will get through it because it looks like it's going to be quiet from uh, at least the next week, week and a half. So we'll get through today and we'll have some uh, beautiful weather ahead. Have a great Monday, everybody. Have a great week ahead. And as we always say, be kind, be focused, but above all, be great. We'll catch you on the flip side. So long.